Good morning and welcome back to the podcast. Glad to have you along. I hesitate to start this recording with just being real and being myself and just saying, man, I'm tired. (laughs) And just kind of talking in a recording form how I've been talking to myself the last few moments. But, you know, the reality is nobody's really going to want to listen to me just kind of Oh, just kind of ramble through some wonderings. I mean, yeah, let's let's be realistic. So maybe it'll help stir me and rouse me to being a little more alert and awake heading out this morning after a, a few busy days. Um, here's what I'm thinking about. It's just we know the scriptures. We know what we're told about endurance. We know... Um, well, we know, and I don't know, not everyone knows. And perhaps, you know, that's part of the problem is the the call to walk as Jesus, to be the representatives of God, the, the ones carrying on the, the glory of God, the ark, the tabernacle, the presence. You know, living as sons of the Most High in these natural bodies for the rest of our days. We're told in scriptures clearly that those who endure to the end will be saved. And of course, there's a lot of hang-up right there, right out of the gate, about eternal security, losing your salvation, and a lot of people kind of pull up a chair and get stuck there and debate and discuss. And I'm, of course, not interested in doing that today. Instead, let's go to the other side of that scripture at the beginning, which is those who endure to the end. And I guess just my question this morning, and I'll try to expound on it a little bit, is like, what are we enduring? I mean, we know, even from a scriptural root origin word understanding of what biblical endurance means, um, we could probably paraphrase it I would paraphrase it, a right understanding of endurance, enduring, is willingly giving ourselves to the results of the denying of our flesh, of the denying of our Adamic tendencies, our natural cravings, the lusts and demands of the natural man, enduring. Enduring all of the fruit that comes from the, the Jesus Christ is my life lifestyle. What I alluded to the last couple of podcasts about living as ones who have lost our lives for the sake of Jesus... He who loses his life for the sake of Jesus the Christ will find it. I believe that's what embarks us out onto, into. It's, it's, the, it's the ship that we push away from the, from the shore of comfort and self and security and good temporal things 
And I would say that the losing our life is pushing out into the unknown vast sea of Christ-likeness. The sanctification life of becoming like the firstborn of many brethren. And I would say the sea that we go out into, the vast deep, is the enduring. The endurance. Enduring to the end. The rest of my days, I believe, are out upon that sea. It's unknown. I have to be blown about by the Spirit of God. I have to be moved to my different trajectories by the very Spirit of God. He's my strength. He's my force, my driving force behind all that I or am called to do. I have to think according to the mind of Christ, my renewed mind. He who endures, he who remains on this course, this journey, the called out ones, the set apart ones, the consecrated ones, these will be saved. And so I think the constant question that comes in our lives, the things that we come across, metaphorically speaking, in the seas of our lives, waves come, storms come, heavy fog comes, things where we can't see, things don't make sense, we can't get our bearings, we don't know what direction we're going, are we even going to make it? We must endure to the end. And the end is determined by God Himself. We don't choose the end. We don't just cling to the mast of our ship, of our life, squinting our eyes and hoping Beulah land comes quickly. It's an enduring. I believe it is an enduring filled with action an active faith, an active enduring. And I'm not going to go into all the details. A lot of times I share details of different goings-on in my life for the sake of just connecting and relating, drawing people in just to the personal side of what I'm experiencing. But I just don't really feel compelled to do that this morning, so I'll just stick to the generalities of the purpose within it. Just something transpired last night in my life that I just don't understand. I exercised faith. I, I'm confident I walked according to what I didn't see. I cried out to God. I believe, but help my unbelief. But I did believe. It's an area of my life where I've struggled. Used to have... It used to have great um, overpowering strength over me in fear and dread. And by the Spirit of God within me, not by my own doing other than choosing the empowering option of walking as a man of faith, God just really enabled me to walk in a level of expectancy and deliverance and faith. That this time something's going to be different. 
I believe, God, not with perfect faith, not with unequivocal, unequivocal, absolutely unwavering faith, but no, I do have faith and I'm going to walk in it. And it would seem by natural results that that things just didn't go according to my expectation of what my faith should produce. And so as with anything in our lives, we have to step back and in retrospect and we hopefully go to God and not away from Him, that we move to Him, not in any way withdraw from Him when we don't understand it's something. Just because I don't understand it doesn't validate my reasoning to walk away even momentarily. How foolish that would be. But in the mind of endurance, the mind of enduring to the end, okay, God, here I am. A new day has come. You've given us a new day. Would you speak to me today about yesterday? Would you speak to me? I don't understand. (laughs) I have questions and present my questions, my petitions, my requests. Lord, speak to me. Make something clear that's not clear to me. Because right before I turned this recorder on, where I was at with that specifically is, you know, in our family and in the families of the others here that we share our lives with, we really strive to establish homes, households that are not geared and moved and motivated by feeling and by emotion. It's a very valuable yet trying task to train a child something you do not yourself really master or or walk in perfectly. It's hard to train your children to do something that is something you yourself are learning. It's helpful in many ways because there's that connection of Look, Daddy's not. Daddy hasn't graduated from this, son. <laughs> it's okay. We need God to teach us all, whatever grade we might be in. But I was just thinking as I was praying through some thoughts about this endurance. And I just, I guess I could say that I just felt God asking me some questions like, Joel, have you been. Have you been asking me to walk according to things unseen? Have you been asking me for the ability to walk, not according to what your natural eyes see, but what yet is unseen? Because that is faith. That is faith. We're told that. One thing I prayed in the circumstance last night is, God, I want the faith of Sarah, who was told an unbelievable event would come to her. She chuckled, and she basically said what Mary said, be it unto me. She believed. She had faith. And as I, as I reference a lot in these recordings, because it always sticks out to me, is Sarah was given the dunamis power 
to literally conceive a son by her faith. And so last night, that was front and center in my thoughts. All right, God, I'm going to walk in the faith, the expectant faith of Sarah. I believe, God, I believe that my faith can literally change something in the natural. That as I look down at our circumstance was like Sarah's barrenness. Like, oh, well, hey, I kind of know how this goes, God. I'm not having children. (laughs) I looked at the circumstance and I obviously could with ease say, I know how this goes. But God, I believe, I believe that this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity, God. Show yourself strong. Would you show yourself strong? We are absolutely dependent, entirely dependent on you. If you don't move, we know how this will be. So, we exercised faith the best that we could, and we believed. And the, the events went out, played out very much similar to how they always have in the natural. They went pretty much like they always had in the past. And so we have to sit back and ask the question. I know I had faith. I know I did. There's a lot of questions, but I guess what I want to stick to is that I felt like God was just asking me, well, are you, are you asking to live by what you don't see, to live according to what is unseen? Of course, yes. And so, well, the challenge really that's before me is the same challenge that was on the front end of that opportunity of faith, which is, well... Okay, so if faith is in the unseen, what is not yet visible, what do I do other than continue to walk in increasing faith? Because the only other option is, well, gosh, some good that did. Wow. Some great faith this is. Nothing's different. Not much is different. I don't want to discount or discredit that entirely. The situation wasn't as bad as it used to be. But it was still similar. And not what we had prayed and believed and requested. And so the real question comes back to, in a lot of ways in our life... A lot of things that come to us, we land here. And I think this is a healthy thing to ask ourselves. Well, okay, do do we believe God is truly good? Does he hold all things or not? Is the omniscience and preeminence of Jesus Christ seated upon my life I mean, really, asking, is that conditional? 
Do I have any right as one giving as one who has given up his life, place my life within him to go and, and retrieve it back for even a few moments of well, I just, you know, that just didn't go how I wanted, so hey, I'm not okay with that. I have some things to say. Now, I'm not talking about withholding our true heart before the Lord and not not speaking and saying and, and praying, communicating with Him my true feelings. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about getting to a place where I somehow in any even molecular way in me give room to doubt God's goodness and kindness and desire to hold <clears throat> excuse me hold me and my family literally together by the very word of his mouth which are very different things and so i guess the overreaching question is what do we do when we do walk in faith it's easy if we're not walking in faith isn't it if we know we wavered if we know we are being tossed about in every possible direction when a trial comes and we respond poorly, then yeah, we kind of know what's coming. All issue falls on us, right? So that's easy. Well, I didn't believe. (laughs) That's easy. It's us. But what do we do? And I'm not saying we don't still analyze ourselves and say, all right, Lord, show me. I've been doing that, and I will continue to. Lord, show me what in me was off. If anything, show me what's off in me. If, if I was a factor. But when we do walk in faith in something, and yet it still seemingly plays out in a way that's opposite of what we were believing for, may we just... Be mature, sons. May we just be mature, sons. God, you're God, I'm man. What is it that you're mindful of me? All those things of all the answers, yes and amen, they're true. But, Lord, thank you you're mindful of me. I believe that. I believe you're attentive. I believe you love me and my family. You care for us. Aside from you, I have no good thing. And I don't have time to go into it, but there were plenty of things for me and my wife last night after this event began to wane that we just rejoiced over how the Lord had, has, has just preserved us and kept us. Known and unknown. Who knows how many things have gone on that we're not even aware took place. That's true for any one of us. How many times God has delivered us, kept us from a physical infirmity or a sickness or an accident? And we don't even know. I mean, do you are you someone who prays that way? It's like, God, thank you for the things I I never even crossed my path, that never even made it on my radar, that I never even knew. How many things, friends, do you think God has preserved us from? Held back from coming our way. Who knows? Countless. 
So may we just walk steady and stable. And here's here's the closing thought, I guess, for, for me right now. I have given myself to, to remain out on that sea of the great unknown, of losing my life for His sake. I believe I have to do that. I have to. I have to remain in that ship. I have to remain on that vessel, believing that the way the, the, the wind that is ultimately controlled by the Spirit of God, if He blows me that direction, if He blows me into that storm, all right, God, you're my anchor. You're the wind. You're the one that holds all of these boards together on this vessel I'm riding. You're the keeper of me and all my cargo. We're going in. And we're going to endure. Because we believe, we really do believe that whatever comes to us is what the eternal God allows. What He allows, if not initiates. Either way, it's in His care. It's in His capable hands, period. I want to believe that in greater measure. I believe, God, help my unbelief. We have faith. Increase our faith. Amen.